everyone, and welcome to another amazing episode of The Joy of Being for busy working moms and women in business and beyond who are seeking to unplug from their worries and overwhelm to light up with insight and joy. I, your host, mom, and effortless lifestyle coach, Marina Pearson, talk to transformational professionals, business owners, and creatives about what it really takes to have a business and life you can truly enjoy. And remember, you can find me on Instagram at Marina Pearson or my Facebook group, The Joy of Being. And if you'd like a more personalized touch to live a stress-free life, then why not find out more about The Joy of Being Retreat, an intimate four-day profound experience at a luxury venue in Javier, Spain, where you get to experience your inner calm and peace of mind by slowing down and making space. To find out more, email me at marina, marinapearson.com with Joy of Being Retreat in the title. So on today's show, I'm interviewing the beautiful Brittany May of Simply Happy Life. She's the owner of a seven-figure retail chain turned online children's brand. And she's now a business coach for women entrepreneurs to teach them how they can build their own business that they are passionate about while living their dream lifestyle. By working smarter, not harder, Brittany believes we can not only run profitable businesses, but also not burn ourselves out in doing so. Now, I know that there's been a running theme this month of of burnout and how we can transform that, but every single woman's interview that I've done has been slightly different. And in this interview, really focused on systems and processes because that's Brittany's forte. She loves to create systems so that you can actually do that very thing again and again and again um, and create better results. So she used the example um, of baking cookies where we've got a recipe, we can do that over and over and over again. And we have a cookie cutter that does the same cookie over and over and over again. And by using cookie cutters, we can save ourselves a hell of a lot of time, effort and working hours. Because at the end of the day, I don't know about you, but that's what we want, right? We want to be able to actually live that dream lifestyle. Isn't that why we started these businesses in the first place? So Brittany and I delved on in in, into this discussion and we talked about the importance of those very things. So if you don't have systems and processes in place, but you're thinking about it or you don't even know what they are, then come and join us today because I think this is going to be a really life-changing conversation or at least the start of it anyway. So until then, see you on the other side. So welcome, Brittany. It's lovely to have you here and I'm really intrigued actually about your story and how you went from creating a big you know business to now doing what you do so um a place I'd like to start is what's your story like you know what were you doing before you what you do now and and why did you change Sure. Well, first off, thank you for having me here. And um, yeah, just a little bit about me. My name's Brittany, and I originally started in the fashion industry and um, created my own business and built it up to the point I had uh, six brick and mortar stores. I was doing children's clothing. And uh, basically, (laughs) it was amazing. I loved what I did. But that's all that I did. Um, So I was basically living out of a suitcase, traveling, working all the time. I was glued to my Blackberry. I don't know if anybody remembers those. And I would just work into the wee hours of the morning, um, answering emails and, you know, dealing with employees and customers. And of course, it was retail. So you don't get weekends. Weekends were when we were 
in fact, even busier than normal. So I just never got a break. Um, And it wasn't really until I had a family that I really hit up me that, you know, this wasn't working for me. Like I didn't want to live like this anymore. Um, And that's when it really just became important because I think as a mom, uh, your priorities kind of naturally shift. And I didn't want to, you know, put my daughter into daycare or just be away from her and working, you know, weekends and nights, like that was heartbreaking. (laughs) So basically it was that experience that I really just looked at my business and what I could do um, to streamline and simplify. And that's when I took my whole uh, company and it's now solely online. So I can work from anywhere. Um, And that was really... And then through that, kind of my new passion of teaching other um, women how to do that too. That, you know, you can have a business that you are passionate about and that's profitable, but it doesn't have to run your life. Because at the end of the day, um, I really just feel like what life is about is, you know... um, spending time with your family and your friends, you know, the really important things in life. And that's what we should be doing instead. (laughs) So what was that moment when you realized, like, was it a gradual thing? Because I'm assuming that, you know, if you were right on in there with the day-to-day, the business, the, and you were starting to realize that this wasn't working for you, I'm assuming that it wasn't just like, yes, we're going to change this overnight it was more like, a, was there a moment where you were like, oh, I really don't want to change this. It means changing everything. Um, did you hold on um, to how things were for a while before you changed it, knowing that there, that you needed to change it? What was the process you went through? I'm just curious. Sure. Um, so my personality, I'm kind of an all or nothing girl. So like when I make up my mind, I just go for it. So it really was, it was, um, the birth of my daughter that truly just changed everything for me. And it was just that moment that I knew, I knew I still wanted to work for myself. I wanted to have, you know, that follow that passion, but it had to work. My family had to come first period. Um, and so that's when I really just, had to really think about it and restructure it. And so um, we basically, the whole back end had to change because we had a warehouse, we had, you know, an office, and those were not um, really possible or they wouldn't work out for what I was wanting. So the whole back end had to change. And so it was just Um, it was a huge undertaking and it absolutely does take a lot of time to set, you know, those new processes up. Um, but it was just really figuring out what I wanted as a lifestyle, which, um, we're a military family on top of it. So I needed the flexibility to move around. So brick and sort brick and mortar stores were not really an option anymore. And having a warehouse didn't really make sense either. Um, so looking into outsourcing things that we could outsource and figuring out, you know, cause even 
like living in apartments when we're only going to be somewhere like a year or two, um, you don't have a whole lot of space, you know? So it was just figuring out our lifestyle and working the business around that because I'm very, um, passionate about having the lifestyle you want first and then building the business that you want around that. I love that. And I, I so resonate with you because that, that was a learning process for me over time. Um, but I'm now very clear on the fact that lifestyle has to come first over business. Like it, it just, and you know, gosh, if we all started out with that thinking, if we all started out with like, okay, what do I want my lifestyle to look like first before I go into this project? Because yeah. it, it sets you up for a whole different way of viewing what you're wanting to create. And so yeah. rather than actually, because what, I'm, what I find is in the work that I've been doing with women in business, mums in business, is the one of the big things that they find difficult, which I certainly did, was boundaries. Boundaries between this is what happens when I get home and that's it, I'm at home. I do not sort, you know, I don't take on any emails. I, I'm, I'm here, you know, and what, what kind of came to mind when you were speaking is that's the sort of questioning that needs to come right from the outset. I think surely when we're like, okay, now I want to create something new. Uh, the lifestyle is the key, you know, everything needs to work around the lifestyle as opposed to the business that's the case what can, what does that look like how many hours do i want to work a month um you know what are the boundaries that i want to set in place so that when i'm at home i'm at home uh who would need to you know if if there is if there are emails bombardments after work who needs to take care of those it's certainly not going to be me and but so often i don't know if you've found this Brittany, with the work that you do is that we as women tend to be really bad at making those, those commitments to ourselves and going, no, not going to do that. Definitely not going to do that. No, not doing that either. What have you found with regards to that, with the work that you do? Oh my gosh. Yes. Like everything you said, absolutely. (laughs) And that's (laughs) like, and that's literally why I chose to only work with women because I feel that as women, exactly what you said. We have those issues that most men do not. Men don't have, um, most men, obviously, you know, everybody's different, but most men don't have an issue with setting boundaries. And if they want to do something, that's what they're going to do. Whereas as women, we tend to be the last on our list and we tend to, you know, have problems setting those boundaries, whether it's with work or family members or friends, like we are always, um, trying to put everybody else first. It's just kind of, you know, our nature. And then what happens is we wound up burnt out, you know, and we're exhausted. And um, yeah, I've so found that with my clients that they all have, you know, that struggle. Um, And it's, that's why I love working with entrepreneurs that are just getting started. Because it's like you said, that if like, cause it's what I wish somebody would have done for me, quite honestly, Mm -hmm. like setting up that lifestyle, like what is your dream lifestyle? Figure it out right now. What like money's not a question. Time's not a question. How much time do you want to work? When do you want to work? Set those boundaries first and then you build your business around it. Um, and it's absolutely 
possible. And that's what I, you know, like that uh, problem solving and technique. I mean, that's what I like thrive on. I love doing that. And there's a way uh, to make any business work um, in those boundaries. And so it's just figuring out what you want first and then sticking to it. Yeah. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because we we think that by setting those boundaries that somehow it might offend others or we won't get as much done. But what I've definitely found is that uh, being able to to have both, both money coming in in a way that means I don't really need to be at work. One, you know, it comes in regardless of whether I do anything or not. Or and then choosing to do something like, oh, I'm choosing to work. I'm choosing to do this project because I want to, as opposed to there's a need for me to f- f- fill this blank hole in my day. Um, because I think this is another one, this epidemic of busy, where we're just being busy for being busy's sake, as opposed to going, well, actually, let me get really clear on what, it is I would like to do with my time if if I had enough time because have you found something sort of occurs to me is have you found that when we talk about the lifestyle spending time with our children spending time with those that we care about and then when we think about well what would we do, what would we do with our spare time because we often go well I know what I would do if I was at work but then there's a question of why do you, why do you want the free time? Like, why is it that you want that time? And actually what I found is a lot of the women that I've spoken to, they don't know. It's almost like this thing of what would I do with my time? I actually don't know what I would do with it. So then they fill it because they don't know what they would do with it otherwise. Yeah, for sure. I think um, we're so trained, whether it's in school or um, like as an employee, like to have that busy work. And that's for sure um, what I help like a lot of my clients cut out because they don't realize that they're giving themselves busy work. And so, yeah, I'm all about getting to what moves like the needle in your business forward, what brings in the most cash flow? Like that's what you need to be focusing on. Not, you know, this busy work that you just kind of, like you said, fill up the time. Um, I think another issue that I've seen, it's that fear of missing out. Um, And whether that's with the setting of boundaries that they think, oh, well, if I don't answer this email right now, they're not going to be a customer. They're not going to be a client. Um, Or if I don't do all these things, you know, then people won't buy from me. It's that fear that they're running on rather than um, just setting their strict boundaries and knowing that, you know, if they're running their business the right way, like they're going to attract those ideal customers and clients anyway. Yeah, I remember a client of mine who came to me years ago and she said, you know, I, I, I'm so reactive in my business. Like, you know, someone emails me and I'm right on that email and I'm constantly checking my emails. I can't switch off. I, I'm glued to my phone and, and yeah, I just 
want to give the best service I can. So we kind of broke that down a little bit. And what we found was that she had this fear, as you say, to missing out on that client. And so I kind of suggested to her something so simple and yet it's really worked for her, which is just to put in um, a responder, which says, you know, thank you so much for email. I'll get back in touch with you within the next 24 hours. And if I don't, um, it'll definitely be 48, but not any longer than that. And what she's found is, is that that's given her space. It's given them an answer and then she can just batch her responses, which has saved her a load of time as opposed to in reaction mode, in reaction mode, in reaction mode, which takes her away from, you know, which actually stops her from doing the work that she needs to do. Um, and was becoming more of a distraction than it was of, of use to her. So it's just about setting things up so that they work for you, actually. Like, because if they're working for you, then they're going to be, then then you're definitely going to have much more energy and, well, it's just working for you, you know, uh, versus not. And I, and I guess it all just depends on who's running the business. I mean, why are you doing it in the first place? And I guess there is a sense of like, well, this is what I want to create. This is the way I want to create it. So <laughs> like it or lump it. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And um, yeah, it's all about being intentional with your time. And I'm all about like anything you can automate, like automate it. And so like you said, like the email responder, um, that's really great communication. So your clients or customers, they know they're hearing from you. Like you said, they got an answer and they know what to expect. But if that's like a question that's not answered right then, they're not going anywhere, you know, like... um and of course, it's emergency, like that's a whole different thing. But you've got to have that um, space and those boundaries and then those times. And additionally, like when you are all over the place, like when you're constantly reacting and just putting out fires, like you're not being your best self and you're not helping your business grow um, because it's like you said, you're just being reaction and you want to be proactive um, rather than reactive. And so it's all about being super intentional with your time and like automating what you can, like anything that can be automated. Um, I'm all about that. And there's no business. I don't care how small or how soon you got started. Like there's something that could be automated. <laughs> so like any tedious task that you find yourself doing over and over again, like automate it. So... How do you work with your clients, Brittany? Like, if I were to come to you and go, okay, here I am, what do you, how do you help them? What is it that you, yeah. Sure. Um, so my whole premise is about working smarter, not harder. Um, so I work with women that have both are brand new and um, maybe they're not sure how to get started. So they know they want to run their business. They're passionate about something, but they're not really quite sure how to make it profitable or how to stop treating it like a side hobby and actually make it 
you know, a real business. Um, so I work with women like that. And I work with women also that have, um, have successful businesses, but like me, you know, years ago where it's just overran their life and they're stressed out, they're overwhelmed. And quite frankly, they're burnt out. Um, and so I love working with, you know, either of those women and getting them to set it up. So it's profitable. It's all about streamlining it and getting it to be like, the bare essential of what it needs to be. And then that's when we go back in and, you know, add all the pretty stuff and the nice to haves, (laughs) but it's all about, you know, the profit first and getting it to work for you. Um, And in that lifestyle, like we talked about, it's really, I mean, that's how I came up with the name. It's, you know, building a simply happy life. Um, So you can have a business that you love, but that your family or your time and your life comes first. So when you say streamline, what do you mean? Um, It's taking any process. So whether you're a um, product-based business or a service-based interest, like we all have systems in place that have to be there um, to make our business work and run, right? So it's just really about making those uh, as lean and simple and as efficient as possible because I'm all about saving time saving money. It's all about getting to that end result quicker. So um, just the process of streamlining is, you know, a fancy or weird way of basically saying, um, getting to that end goal quicker. And how can you, whether it's um, digging through how your products are made or where they're being made or how uh, streamlining your services. Like if you have things that you're doing over and over again, um, can't you make one template and then, you know, use it for everything. So it's all just where in your business can you save time and where can you save money and figuring that out with them. So do you have any examples like, um, you know, of a a client that came to you and where she was and where she is now? Sure. Um, Okay. So let's see who should I pick on. (laughs) Um, So one of my uh, clients, she was an extremely successful um, business owner and she was, she's a product based business. So she has her things she used to make them herself. Um, and so, you know, life happened and she um, let that company go. And now she's in a place where she's wanting to start again. So she came to me and she's like, I, you know, I know I'm a successful businesswoman. I've been there. I've done that. But she needed help um, and getting it to work for her because she was like, you know, I spent all this time at trade shows and she's like, I'm quite frankly, I'm too old. I don't want to do that anymore. I was like, that's fine. So we talked about, you know, how she wants her days to look, you know, that whole lifestyle portion that we talked about and um, built it around that. So she's still a product-based business. um, But we went and we found um, people that are making the products for her. So she still gets to do the fun design part that is her passion. Um, but we outsource that other stuff. So she's not sitting there making these products, spending time on that. So her days are, you know, free and she gets to connect with people and do those sales calls because that's what she's good at. It's all about pulling out, um, 
what you're passionate about and what you're good at. And that's what you need to be doing. And everything else, um, it can either wait (laughs) or it needs to be automated or delegated. Um, And so, yeah. And so she's, she just emailed me, um, I think it was last week, maybe the week before, but she's, yeah, she went and took a week off and she's visiting her grandkids, you know, and she, before she had never been able to do those things. Um, so it's just really great to be able to see my clients and watch them like thrive and have these lives that they didn't, you know, think were possible, you know, before. So what if someone's starting out, I mean, you know, financially, um, how do you, how does anyone kind of start out and go, right, well, this is a lifestyle I want, but I know what I'm good at, but I don't want to be doing all of that stuff, but I don't have the money to pay someone to do that. So how does that work? Sure. Um, so there's, it really depends on, you know, that person. So it's, a lot of people think that they can't afford something, um, but when you put the numbers to paper, it's simply not true. It's kind of a mindset issue. Um, I literally was talking about this with one of my clients yesterday. And the example I gave was, let's say you bake pies um, and you sell them for just to make it easy, $10 a pie. So you spend like two hours baking um, and you make what, 80 pies, so that's 80. Now I'm going to get myself confused. <laughs> so that's $80. Um, and the rest of the hours that you spend a day are trying to figure out your social media or your website and making sales calls. So you're only spending two hours on what's actually making you the money. Um, but $80 a day, of course, they're going to say, I don't have the money to hire anybody, right? But if they hired a let's say a virtual assistant that could take over that social media, that website, that it would take them way less time because that's what they're good at. Um, So you could pay them at $20 an hour, take them two hours, that's $40. $40. But then as a pie baker, you could spend more um, hours baking. So now you could spend, you know, six hours baking pies and that's going to three times your revenue. So, it's all about the numbers and helping them figure that out. So you really need to see it's scary being in that position when you don't have a lot coming in, or if you're brand new, if you don't have anything coming in, Um, it's really just needing to figure out if that investment, if you're going to have a return on that investment, essentially. Um, So if you're in a situation like that, then it's absolutely critical that you do invest in your business and make that leap. Um, and go for it because that's what's going to turn your business around. Um, but there are other, you know, situations that maybe you're not quite ready there. Um, so it's really at that point, you would need to focus on, like we talked about, cutting out all that busy work and really focus on getting, whether it's your first customers or your first clients, and kind of building it up to that tipping point. So then where you can start paying to, you know, delegated out. And I like to be, I'm a penny pincher by nature. That's just, I don't know. That's how I was born, I think. <laughs> but so I'm all about not spending money unless you like, it's, you know, going to be a good investment and good for your business. So all these like fancy tools and stuff, like those are all nice to have, but nine times out of 10, they're not ready for them. So don't waste your money on them. Um, 
So it's just really like figuring out where you're at and kind of, I always use the term or expression, um, like blooming where you're planted. So what do you have that you can use and get creative with your solutions. And maybe, maybe you don't have the money to hire out help, but if you're a stay at home mom and you really just need like two hours to, you know, uh, really focus on your work without your kids. See if you can't, um, trade with another mom or a friend and say, Hey, if you watch my kids once a week, I'll watch your kids and take turns. So it doesn't necessarily have to cost you money. Um, you can always trade services. If you're needing help with a website, offer whatever you're doing and, um, swap services. So there's a whole bunch of creative solutions that you can have um, to get you to that next step. And then you just keep doing it until you are in the position to where you can, you know, hire out help or what have you. I love that because the creative, it's about the creative solution. It's not about the money. It's about the creative solution that can then bring about either um, not spending the money or uh, spending less money or making more money. So that's what I really heard. You know, it's really interesting. Um, I obviously am running this podcast and this is something that I absolutely love. And I've had a few insights these last few months about how, you know, the setting up systems and the processes for this, for, for this podcast. And my, my mind has completely flipped from, I need to do it all tonight. Actually, no, I don't. I don't want to spend time on that or that or that. So can I outsource that? Who do I need to outsource it to as opposed to what I need to do? So the who question has been a lifesaver for me because it's been very much about, well, who can I get to help me as opposed to what do I need to know? Yes. And there's been a sense of, wanting to really focus on growing this audience for this podcast and really making that my focus. And then it was like, well, how am I going to make the money from that? And then I realized I'm like, well, my entire life is like a business. I have other assets. I have property. I have other businesses um, that bring in income. So I'm bringing in income regardless. And then I realized, oh, you know, if, if I looked at my overarching assets, um, the ones that do bring in the money, how could I make more money in that department so that it could fund this? And it was this major insight into why have I decided to um, completely separate each of those things? If that Does that make sense? So yes, um, I, saw my, I saw it as Marina Inc., you know, Marina's life Inc. And, and went, okay, so that's Marina there. Then she's got property. She's got, um, money in the, in the markets. She's got cryptocurrency. She's got, uh, other sort of income coming into from other, from, from businesses. And then there's capital. And I'm like, okay, so if that was the business, if that was different departments, which of these departments does needs to make more money per year to fund this particular self-expression project? Oh, well, I could work on, on building that up now. And so it was just this, oh, I don't need to separate um, 
And, 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 and so, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I don't have any assets, that doesn't help. I guess what I'm, I'm sharing this with you because it's about the creative solution as, as Brittany has been talking about, which is, it's not about the detail of the content. It's more about, we all have access to creativity and solutions and seeing it differently. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's like you said, and I think so many of us, we do, we kind of like put things in a box and um, we're so used to thinking like, well, this is how this should look. This is how, you know, it's supposed to look. Um, And it's really taking a step back and saying, well, you know, who cares? Like, why does it have to look like that? Why does it have to function like that? Um, And it's up to us. Um, And it, that feeds into our life too. And like, it's just all about making it work for you. And that looks different to everybody. Um, because you know, your ideal lifestyle is different than my ideal lifestyle is different from, you know, somebody else's. Um, so it's just all about, um, making it work for us and it doesn't have to follow, you know, a set plan and that's okay. Yeah, I love that. So it's really just about getting really clear on what it is you want, how it's going to work for you, and not limiting yourself to how you think it should look as opposed to how it could look or, you know, opening yourself up to the possibility um, of baking more pies. Um, and, you know, it was funny. I was in Orlando recently and we went to Universal Studio, uh, Universal, the Universal Park that they have there. And it was amazing because to me it was almost like, wow, this at some point wasn't here, didn't even exist. And then someone had an idea and that idea then was put into some sort of plan. Then that plan was given to someone else to construct and to create. And then they built something and then it was manifest and then people are enjoying it and then people pay for that. And to me, that whole process of creation is so fascinating because everything, you know, from nothing comes everything. And it was like, oh, wow. That's possible for all of us. We all have that capacity. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Isn't that crazy? And I think, um, I don't know about Universal, but I know uh, Disneyland or Disney World, it was that so many people told him not to build there because it was swamplands. They're like, no one's going to pay to go there and look at it now, you know? And that's because he didn't care what something was supposed to look like. It was, it worked for him and he made it work. Um, But absolutely what you said, like, Uh, that's what I'm so passionate about what I do, because I honestly feel that every single woman, if they wanted, um, could own their own business and be an entrepreneur and make it work for their lifestyle. And I think, um, so many women are just afraid that they couldn't do it, but it's like you said, it's like, if you can dream it, like then it's, you know, you can do it. Very, very true. So Brittany, um, one of the questions I love to ask of, of my guests is, um, what are you giving yourself permission to do more of these days? Okay. Um, I would say I had uh, given myself permission 
for myself, <laughs> time to myself. Um, and like I said, I was just like a lot of my other clients and I had a hard time um, doing that for a long time and felt guilty um, or, you know, thought that, well, this could be time going to my business or spending, you know, with the family. Um, but I view it very differently now. And it's definitely impacted my business and um, my family in a very positive way. So I have um, morning routines that I do every morning. Um, and it's meditation and it's reading or journaling, but it is just time myself and of course coffee <laughs> but it's just time that I dedicate to myself every morning and it kind of just gives me that ability to kind of start my day off right and it puts me in a better mood and I think better I handle things better um, and so yeah I think just giving myself permission to um, for self-care really and not and not feel guilty about it either yeah, it's crazy, right? That we um, that we look. It looks like the the feeling of guilt's letting us know about um, looking after ourselves. Like, why wouldn't we want to? And and because looking after us is looking after everybody else. And so, Brittany, uh, yeah, like if someone wants to contact you, um, how can they do that? Sure. Um, my website is simplyhappylife.com. And I'm also out on uh, Facebook a lot. And that's at Simply Happy Brittany. Um, I've got a Facebook group. Um, that's for women entrepreneurs, whether you're looking to start or you already have, it's really a great supportive group where I just, I like to go live every week and, um, give tips and tools for just working smarter and harder. Um, and that the group is called simply happy life. And, um, I'm also on Instagram occasionally <laughs> at simply happy Brittany. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Brittany. And for everybody else that was listening today, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Until the next time, bye-bye for now. And there you have it, another wonderful episode of The Joy of Being. If you loved what you heard here today and it's been helpful, why not subscribe or share the podcast with others? And if you're curious as to how you can experience more joy in your life and feel carefree, then I invite you to download your Joy Catalyst Scorecard at www.marinapearson.com slash scorecard, which will help you identify the joy gaps and what you can do to fill them. And remember, you can find me on Instagram at Marina Pearson or my Facebook group, The Joy of Being. So until next week's episode, remember, you are the joy you seek. <laughs> <laughs>